Payne County, Oklahoma. Great to be with you. I'm Father Brian O'Brien, pastor of St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church here in glorious Stillwater, Oklahoma. Uh, Father Kerry's fishing. Uh, I know you're shocked by this, uh, but he is uh, just taking a little R&R because the school year is about to get going. So I think he's in Louisiana, maybe. I just know he, he rolled out of the house the other day. He had a wedding and then rolled out of the house with a bunch of stuff in his truck and off to Louisiana. So uh, we are v- privileged, as always, um, in Stillwater to have uh, awesome seminarians. So a couple weeks ago, you met Robert Williams, who's now in Italy. Uh, a couple weeks ago, you met Marcus Lyons, where we talked about the Old Testament, which was awesome. Well, today, we now have the pinnacle of summer seminarians. <laughs> And it's Joey Griggs. Joey oh, Griggs is here. Hey, Joey. Me. Thank you for having me. Father. It's a joy. It is a joy. Okay, Joey Griggs um, has been with us all summer, kind of June and July. Uh, but I'm going to give Joey just a chance to kind of tell a little bit about himself, where he's from. He's got an interesting story. And then we'll kind of get into today's topic of, uh, of like, giving our lives to the Lord and, like, how, how does that work? We're going to get very practical today. Joey's going Joey's gonna to share with you his story. Okay, so, Joey, you are from? I am from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Boom. Boom. That's awesome. Born and raised? You were born, born there? Born and raised What hospital Tulsa, were you born I was, at? I was born in St. Francis. Oh, there we go. So, I mean, different St. Francis. No, same St. Francis. Saint, wait, really? The, hosp- the hospital in Tulsa is St. Francis Xavier. I didn't know yep, that. They have that big statue out front. New every day. Uh, at 61st and Yale, and it's it's very similar to the statue that we have in the church. It's him like holding this big cross. All right, missionaries, mm-hmm. awesome, awesome. Yeah, so good um, connection there. All right, and you're how how old are you? I am I'm 20 years old. Exciting. People all summer long, it's been fun. People all summer long are like, how old are you? Because <laughs> I think they think of like seminarians as like old, almost priests. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. And you're. You're not, I'm not almost. I'm not almost. Not priest. almost. I got a ways to go. So give us the uh, kind of where'd you go to school, mm-hmm. and then where kind of where are you now in your formation? Give us the rundown. Yeah. So I started. I started attending Catholic school in second grade. Okay. Uh, I attended Saints Peter and Paul. Go Panthers. Go Panthers. Uh, a little connection. Peter there. and Paul, North Side. All and right. And then I went from Saints Peter and Paul on to the Bishop Kelly, and. Go Comets. Yeah, go Comets. That's where we. No, we kind of met before. We kind of met before that. You were a very, you were a young priest. I was a new. Yeah, we and I was hanging out with Father Jack Gleason, who knows your family really well, and I think we came and blessed your house. Epiphany, on Epiphany. Yeah, there it's it is. Good time. And uh, then, uh, okay, so you went to Bishop yeah. Kelly. Graduated. You graduated. In twi- graduated in 2019. Nice. And then I did a, a semester of of college at Pittsburgh State University. In go Kansas. Gorillas. Go Gorillas. So just a semester. Just a semester before and I my application to seminary was, uh-huh. was officially okay. open for me to start my ap- application it. process. So a semester of college, and then you just finished your first year. I just finished my first year seminary that. at Kendrick Glennon Seminary in St. Louis, Missouri. Nice. Just like a very blessed year. They have a, I mean, it's it's the place to be. Uh, formation's really good and. They they really just teach you to love the Lord. Uh, it's what it's, it's all about. It's what it's all about. It's, all about. it's good. It's awesome. It's good stuff. So you'll be there for, like, uh, what are you like academically? You're a uh, academically. I'm going to be a sophomore. You are a college. You're going into your college sophomore year. Yes. So the way seminary works for those of you out there, it's uh, 
there you got you have to do you have to finish college. So in your case, you're going to a seminary college. Mm-hmm. Um, like in my case, I went to a sort of regular college, did my undergrad at Boston College, not thinking about seminary at that time. But so you got to finish college, mm-hmm. and then after college, we do um, typically we do four years of theological studies. So in Joey's case, he'll do. Yeah, four years at in St. Louis and and doing philosophy, but also other things. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not like you're just mm-hmm. studying philosophy, yeah. right? You take. Yeah, I mean, first two years, I'm just doing general general studies. So you got, I mean, English, science, English, Spanish. Some, yeah, all there's right. some Spanish in there. Wanna? I mean, wanna math. You taking there. math? I I got all my math credits. Yes. So I don't I don't have to take math. Nice. That's not a. That's not because on God is merciful. A lot of like history, like history of the church. Nice. I think I'm taking like a Crusades class this coming semester, oh, which should be okay, pretty interesting. Okay, you have to come back, and we can do a whole show on the Crusades. Should be pretty, pretty interesting. That's a totally. There's just a whole topic. lot of misunderstandings with the Crusades. Think, like, yeah, the church is terrible, and so yeah. I'm excited for that class this coming semester. I would like, yeah, take take good notes in there. And I'll try come, my best. You can come. I don't. I don't feel like I got a good education on the Crusades. In my yeah. my various places. Anyway, okay, so then you'll finish in St. Louis, and then you'll go to usually maybe yeah, maybe with, stay I in may Louis. I may stay in St. Louis, so I, I could be in St. Louis the minimum three more years, but it could be a possible seven. Be a lifer. So I could go. I mean, I I mean, we might send me to Minerad, maybe. Yeah. Could so be, we use the diocese. Also, we knacker. use several different several different seminaries. Rome. Uh, St. Minor in Southern Indiana, Kenrick in St. Louis. So, yeah, there's some there's some there's some options there. So you have, if all goes according to plan, seven more years. Seven more years until you become a priest. Until I is that a uh, like is that good? Is that bad? Is that is that discouraging? I mean, if I was like, to become <laughs> if I was to become a priest right now, I don't think it would be good for the people of God. Why not? So seven years is good. Why? I need I need to Why be. Why not? What's wrong I, with you? <laughs> nothing's wrong with me. I just need okay. to be. I need to be formed. I need to become more like Jesus. Sure, and that's what and that ultimately what seminary does. There's and we kind of there are those kind of four pillars of formation. formation. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know the, the academic, of course, you know kind of philosophy, theology. You gotta you gotta you gotta be smart. You gotta know stuff. Um, the spiritual certainly being being a man of of prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the human formation, you know, of like. I don't know. Do I smell having bad? having manners? Do I, etiquette, yeah, do hygiene. I, do I look presentable? Uh, you know, st- things that, that there's more obviously more yeah. to it than that. But you know, can you relate to people mm-hmm. well? Can you relate to men, women, yeah, um, kids, skills. older people, social skills, and then the pastoral, and that's part of you know in this like this summer. Yeah, that's so, where our, our diocese is really. Kind of on top of the yeah. We have tried really to give our seminarians other, a lot of experience. A lot of experience early on is is really awesome. Give us like so. This summer you've been here. You've been with me and Father Robert, Father Carey. I mean, you've give us like what give us things you've done. Yeah. So I've I've done a, a handful of things this summer. Um, I've I've been with uh, the families of a couple of deceased. Uh, individuals and just prayed with with the the dead person and and their family on on a couple occasions. Uh, I served a quinceanera. Oh, there it is. A, which was a first. That was this last Saturday. Uh, I've served a, a handful of weddings, some funerals, 
sat in on some funeral preparation, helped out with vacation Bible school, went on to Steubenville. Oh, yeah, you went on Catholic the, on conferences. The, yeah, with our teenagers. With the teenagers at St. Francis. What else did we have? Baptisms. Uh, baptisms. Lots of baptisms. Spanish baptisms. Daily Mass. Daily mass Sunday Mass. Adoration. You've been a lector at Mass. Yeah, I'm just I'm all in. Whatever that's they awesome. need, whatever the priests need me to do, and that's I'm, really the that's goal, you know, for. just to, to kind of shadow the priests uh, to have a variety of experiences. And part of it is that you're still, uh, I mean, you're still discerning. Just, mm-hmm. just there's a there's a misconception that just because somebody's in the seminary, they automatically come out the other side priest. as a priest. <laughs> um, but that's not true, you know. So there's there's two sides of it. Father Kerry and I have talked about this a little bit of like. So Joey, you know, Joey is discerning the priesthood. Is God calling me to the priesthood? And then more specifically, is God calling me to the priesthood, to the diocesan priesthood in eastern Oklahoma? Mm -hmm. But then also the diocese is discerning Joey, you know? So we're—I mean, it's not like we don't, like, follow him around with the video cameras. Relational. But we're—think of it like a marriage. You know, I I don't say— you will marry me, <laughs> and then the person, you know, it's it's two sided, you know. And so the diocese is looking at Joey. Is Joey the kind of guy that we want uh, to be a priest in mm-hmm. our diocese? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the the back and forth of it all. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you have uh, you have a family. Yes, I have. I have a family. And Tell us about your family. Family is rather large. Uh, <laughs> larger than most. Well, larger than most. It's really quite beautiful. Tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about so your family. I am the I am the ninth of of eleven children. I've I've six sisters and, and four brothers. Na- do you can you name them all? I sure can. Go from top Sh- from top we go to bottom. Normal speed. Uh, normal speed. <laughs> You're starting so with the we oldest. We got Amber, Becca, Caitlin, Brittany, Hank, Garrison, Elisa, David, myself, Dominic, and Tessie. There it is. Yeah, I love it's it. It's the Griggs gang. I love it. That's what we call. Yeah, it. it's a beautiful, a beautiful family, and ranging from. I mean, you're so you're twenty. I'm twenty. Your little sister is sixteen, and your oldest sibling thirty five. So nineteen year nineteen age, year difference. Wow, that's difference. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. That's wild. Okay, so uh, we're going to talk about kind of how specifically Joey and kind of how how he came to seminary because I think sometimes people have a a misconception of like how people become priests that they have sort of this God moment. The Lord strikes them down with lightning and that's how, you know, you're supposed to become a priest, but it's really not Mm -hmm. that way. I mean, there's a gradual kind of process. The Lord kind of puts things into your heart, but ultimately I think we want to talk about just the idea of surrender of giving, giving your life to something. I think this is something people really struggle with. Mm -hmm. I think most people, my experience, most people, in a, in most aspects of their lives, they're okay with saying, "Okay, Lord, you you take that, mm-hmm. Lord, I give this all to you." But then there's certain little compartments of our lives that we just don't want to give mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. So talk about that in your yeah in your life. Yeah. So just as Father was saying, I was not struck by lightning, and I did not hear thundering voices. Um, but I'd say the the call to the priesthood has been on my mind and on my heart for a very long time. I'd say pro- I probably it's probably been on my mind since I was 7 7 or 8 years old. So like second grade is when I really Beautiful. started thinking about yep. it. Um and it kind of just remained I'd say like the way I describe it as like a a persistent whisper that the Lord was always just 
I mean, always reminding me. I was always serving mass, and I started serving when I was like six years old. Even before your first communion. Even before wow. my first communion. Wow. Um, well, uh, well, my first communion story is a little whack because I received communion in the hospital. And, oh. Oh, because uh, you whacked your yeah, head. Yeah, because I, I fractured my skull when I was six. Joey's got a wicked awesome. It's a pretty good scar. scar. It's pretty It's pretty large. If you see Joey in person, you should. It's not a bad haircut. It's a scar that runs across <laughs> my head. So I'm just um, glad you're alive. But uh, yeah, praise God that I'm functioning and I'm in the grade I'm supposed to be in. And Nice. Heck, I'm studying to be a priest. Nice. So, so, but early on, you felt early the, on. The, I just felt uh, yeah. an attraction to kind of early on was a, an attraction to what the priest did um, in the sacraments. Um, but as I as I got older, I'd say I mean that persisted. I continue continually serve mass. Um, my teachers and and everyone just realized that I was I was just uh, I was prayerful and. That continued through high school, but then, I mean, throughout high school, I mean, I was very determined in athletics and academics um, to just do well, and that can that could, that turned into sort of a distraction for me that, that pulled me away from really just listening to the Lord and what the Lord wanted for me. So the priesthood kind of, it was, it was still there, but it was more on the back burners of of what I wanted because I was so determined to do well in athletics and academics that like that was what I devoted myself to and I kind of allowed that to define who I was. Yeah, that that becomes your and I think a lot of people do mm-hmm. that. Um, I think a lot of uh, kind of adults do that with their work. Mm-hmm. Um, I am I am defined by my success in the business world mm-hmm. or as a professor or as a coach or mm-hmm. uh, and not as much on. You know, I'm a beloved son or daughter mm-hmm. of God. They, mm-hmm. and, and we and we become my, my grades determine mm-hmm. my worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my athletic success determines my worth. And we see that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was something you experienced. I mean, kind of middle school, yeah. high school. So mm-hmm. then, some what what shifted? I mean, how did yeah. that how did yeah. that come around? I mean, trying to impress people and girls. I, th- I think girls. Yeah, that's part of it. Um, you go from like. Me wanting to have graduate with a 4.0 and go go on to do collegiate sports, how do you change from that like desire and passion, which is I mean it's not a bad thing, but in a way I was running away from what the Lord wanted to give me because I was chasing what I wanted, and how do you get from that to to end up chasing like what the Lord wants and mm-hmm. end up like running towards towards what the Father wants for you? And I think it was it was a handful of things. Um, I I'd gone on a handful of seminary visits throughout high school. I went on four. Right um, on, kind of just nice. like very open to it. Um, like just just making sure it would stay on my mind. And those were a good reminder for me to to just remain faithful in my spiritual life and my prayer life. So, in high school, I always carried around like a prayer book, and people always asked if it was a passport. Um, which was kind of was kind of <laughs> funny. Like Joey, why are you carrying around your passport? It's not my passport. Little prayer book, yeah. Um, so I think just remaining, I mean, faithful in prayer. Uh, and Bishop Kelly does a really good job of offering retreats that 
like I mean, kind of serve as a re-energizer and refocuser. A shot in the arm, yeah. Of like what what is actually important? Like mm-hmm. How do I? What are my priorities? Um, so search and Kairos were were really big and and helping me make decisions that really I think the Lord used to 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 put me in the right place. Nice. I started talking with Father Pratt my senior year. Um, and then we came to the, like my, the, the end of my senior year and I, I'd, I'd known that you could enter seminary at a high school, but I, I just was not, I was, again, I think I was kind of running away mm-hmm. and like, I'm not ready. Yeah, not quite ready. Sure. And sure. so we decided that it would be best if I could, I could go live by myself for a little bit. Cause I'd kind of been swarmed and big family always around family growing up never really had a chance to be by myself so i ended up going to pittsburgh state with i mean i knew i was going to be entering seminary at some point it's just a matter of when but i really wanted to continue playing sports so i was going to go try and walk on for and play football at pitt State. state and uh i got really plugged in at the newman center started going to daily mass daily adoration and really, just giving the Lord—it's amazing what the Lord can do if you give Him the space to, to work on you. Yeah. And adoration is is a great opportunity to Beautiful. just to give the Lord a, yeah. the space and make yourself radically available to yeah. what, yeah. to what He wants to give you. And that's the thing, you know, you talked about kind of being, uh, just academically driven, athletically driven, mm-hmm. which are which are good, right? It's mm-hmm. good to succeed in academics. It's good to be athletic, and you know. But those things can can oftentimes kind of they can crowd out mm-hmm. when when that's all of your time, when there's not time for prayer, when there's not time to be as you just said, you know kind of radically available to the Lord. Those things fill that up, and then you know before you know it, you've you've sort of crowded God out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have y- your relationship with Him is, becomes very you know just it's like Sunday Mass and that's mm-hmm. it. But you yeah you you've, you're just allowing mm-hmm. the Lord to to to. Mm-hmm. to be there. Yeah. And some of that was, you know, that sports went away. Mm-hmm. Okay, now what? I mean, that was a big chunk of your... A big chunk, a of, big chunk of, of my childhood yeah. and, and teenage years yep. was devoted to athletics, yep. like year-round. So. Yep. so then talk about so like surrender. I mean, ultimately, mm-hmm. you came to a point where you were like, I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to seminary. Mm-hmm. Lord, you know, put me where you want me to go. Yeah. How did that happened that was really tough uh my application opened up over thanksgiving break of my freshman year of college and it kind of caught me off guard i wasn't really expecting it i mean i knew i was going to enter seminary at some point but i wasn't expecting it to be so soon and i was really enjoying pitt state like i'd made a like a lot of good friends at the newman center and they were just about to redo the newman center and get a brand new one so they have a brand new newman center at pittsburgh state and I didn't really want to leave because so I'm like, I'm really enjoying this. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm in a good spot. Like I'm praying a lot. Like I'm like giving the Lord the, the, the chance to work, but I'm also like making really good friends. And I just felt like I was in a really good spot. And it came to the point where it's just, I had to trust in the Lord, which is, is I mean, it's a very challenging thing because I, I really felt like I was happy where I was. Um, but also just being attentive to what had been on my heart, like in like the years, years I'd been thinking about, sure, like the priesthood, yep. and like this, 
this had always been on my mind and like just like trusting that the Lord was the one who put that there. And I think in just the couple of a couple of like over winter break, I just I came to the decision that it was I I almost had to had to give yeah. myself to the Lord because I mean yeah I think I just had to had to test the waters sure a little bit sometimes in voc- I think vocation is like sometimes choosing between two goods yeah I'll you know th- so your love in yeah, life yeah. you're in freshman in college you got friends you got a gr- you know a great church mm-hmm. you're in a good place uh it, but. Yeah, sometimes you're yeah. you're. Oh man, do I do that? And it's not like I think a lot it would of times. So much a easier. Lot of time. <laughs> it would be like, okay, this is awesome Awful. and this stinks. <laughs> I'm gonna choose awesome. <laughs> but what do you do when you have awesome and, and like awesome. and like awesome? It's. I think a lot of times that gets switched with, especially like priesthood and religious life, is you can either have like people think marriage is better or people think like the priesthood's better and. That just was not the case for me. Yeah, both are awesome. Like my parents have been married for thirty six years, and like that is, and I have ten siblings. Like my family life. Your parents are I awesome. See, I They're see, great people. I see the blessing and the fruit of of like holy, like the sacrament of marriage mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah, and like yeah, I see it in my siblings. That my my sibling, my sisters, and my brothers are starting to get married and have kids, and I just there is a great beauty in in family life. Um, but the priesthood is the same way, and yeah, you, you can testify to this. And like, how many spiritual children that it's you have? It's the best. Oh, it's awesome. It's so, awesome. But I wouldn't say like it's so much better than yeah. Marriage yeah, it's, is dumb. You're, it's the you're like, choosing between two goods two and not goods. Not you're not choosing one. One is not better than the other. Right. So right. Which I think can be a misconception sometimes. So then you come to a point. I mean, so you get it, you you apply to the diocese mm-hmm. of Tulsa. You're accepted. What's that like? I mean, yeah. kind of that, that <laughs> surrender. And, that, you know, and part of it is in our diocese, and most dioceses, it's like this. You know, you don't, when you become a seminarian, like you're you're giving over a big chunk of your life. You know, you yeah. don't, we tell you where you're going. Yeah, I, 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 I had no, no say in where I was going to go to seminary. They're kind of in charge of my summer. Um, and... Like seminary life is very structured, and you have a very scheduled routine, so you don't have a. I mean, we have free time, but it's not. I mean, you don't have significant portions of not like college of time to be kind of just hanging out. Um, so it's just a lot. It's in a way, kind of just becoming like radically like enslaved to Jesus. Whoa, it's a strong word. It's a strong word. Yeah, but. In a way, that's like just a very, I mean, kind of like a good thing in a way of, I think, having rules and having structure and things that, I mean, we have the Ten Commandments that we live by. And I think in a very similar way, like the, the seminary, like lit- like laying things out like step by step for me, um, just really allows me to form my life in a way that is very, I think, yeah, just helpful for me to yeah. to just be able to, yeah, just form my life in a way that is going to allow me to become more like the man the Lord is calling me to be, and and in that case, that He's calling me to be more like Himself. Yeah, and I think any any you know, any vocation. This is true in marriage. Um, 
certainly, and, and, and true in the priesthood and seminary life, there's a, there's a surrender where you say to the Lord, okay, I'm, I'm going to give, I, I'm free. You know, you can, Joey Griggs can leave whenever he wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's no penalty. There's no, you don't have to pay us back. You don't, you yeah. can leave, right? You're free. Um, you know, it's kind of like at this point, you're kind of almost like dating. I mean, you're, it's like that if you need an analogy for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can leave, you know, you can break up with us whenever, whenever you want, or you, or we can break up with you, you know, yeah. um, and we'll go our separate ways and, you know, but, but part of seminary life, I mean, you're giving th- this kind of surrender of your, of your mind, of your body, of your, your will. I mean, you're kind of giving that over to the church mm-hmm. to say form me Jesus mm-hmm. like make me you know you said earlier kind of I, you know you would be you wouldn't be a good priest right now because you're not enough like Jesus and I would say that about myself I'd say that about everybody mm-hmm. uh, this the, the idea of giving over yourself mm-hmm. to that I mean how how did you do that or what's that like yeah for people who haven't kind of made yeah. that leap yeah so I think uh, I just had so many good priestly role models in my life um, that have really give us been, some of those name been, names. So here we go. We got we got Father Jack Gleason. We got Father Tim Davison. We got uh, Father David Voss in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh, we got we got Father O'Brien. We got Father Brian Brooks. We got Father Elkin Gonzalez. We got Father Zwiewen. Love it. We got Father David Webb. We got Father Brian Ketter. Love it. Yeah. Father Kerry Wakula. Just, just a lot of just like and A lot of Tulsa priests. guys, but you know. You, the and father, then fraternity. And then, I, I mean, even like growing up, I grew up going to the traditional Latin mass. And there's just a, a lot of solid priests there, too. That really, I mean, they I mean, they, they knew Love the it. Lord. And yeah. you could tell. Yeah. So, That's awesome. Um, just like a real inspiration in, in them, like seeing the joy like of their life, um, and really just being being drawn to that, yep. and seeing that like the priesthood is not some just life of of I mean we're as as men like we're called to sacrificial love like yep. it's in our nature yep. to like sacrifice yep. ourselves either for like your wife and your kids or I mean or God willing God yeah. willing the yeah. people of God um, and just seeing like. That the priesthood could be a, a a place and a life filled with joy, and I think that was just like a huge, like oh wow, like that's amazing. Sure, and that's something that I want. Yep. And like relationship with the Lord is something that I've I've always had an attraction to, and I think in a sense all of us have that, but it's also it's really tough because the way the the culture is not very. I mean just does not really spread that message of of giving yourself away. It's yeah, more we live like in kind of a selfish, self, selfish, yeah. Yeah, selfish world, selfish culture. It's kind yep. of focused on yourself and, like, the success that, you, that we're going to have and the money that you can make. Um, and, like, giving yourself away, giving away does not, it just does not line up with, with what we're told. But I, I could see... Like and giving away, you receive so much. Oh, it's in the, the yeah. It's so I mean, really, it's, it's the, way, the way the way to live. Yeah, so. Okay, so we got two minutes left. Uh, the, let's talk about the surrender novena. Yeah, so this I've, is a nice little resource <laughs> that if you're not familiar with it, you can Google it. Or ask one of us. We have I have some copies mm-hmm. of it. 
Uh, talk mm-hmm. about the the surrender novena. Yeah, so I was I was given it during during this first year of seminary, because I I mean despite being a seminarian and and father being a priest, like we are not perfect, and we do not surrender perfectly. Nope. Um, so on just in a way, just like trying to grow in my trust of of what the Lord is is asking for me, that I might just like like blindly give myself to and blindly accept whatever he gives to me. And a lot of times we worry, but we worry unnecessarily. So this novena is just a, like a real a real aid to to those who who really want to to give their lives to the Lord. Um but in a way maybe struggling and maybe attached and holding on to some things. Yeah. And, and for me personally, I I just want to control a lot and this this is a great help for me. So just I'll just give you so a novena is a typically a, a prayer that takes place over over the course of 9 days. Um, and so this is I'll just read day 1 of the surrender novena. Um it just says this, why do you Confuse yourselves by worrying. Leave the care of your affairs to me, and everything will be peaceful. I say to you in truth that every act of true, blind, complete surrender to me produces the effect that you desire and resolves all difficult situations. And then it encourages this prayer, O Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's good That's stuff. Awesome. That's All good right, stuff. so Joey Griggs um, is with us just for another couple weeks, and then you're going to have some time with your family, uh, have some time with your brother seminarians, and then head back to school. Head back to school. So if you're in the St. Louis area, check him out, yeah. look him up, take him out to dinner, <laughs> uh, and uh, and then we'll we'll see where the, what the future holds. Yeah, we'll take it one year at for, a time. For young Joey Griggs, we'll, we'll keep an eye on you. All right, that's uh, that's the episode. Father Carey will be back next week, and uh, we hope you have a great week. God bless you, and thanks, Joey, for You're joining welcome. us. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Have a great day, everybody. God bless.